in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about who to confide into. Into, is that right? Um, so get yourself a tea, a coffee or water. I got myself a coffee. I'm catching up on sleep, you know, and I slept for 10 hours. <laughs> I feel brand new. I don't know what day it is. I don't know if it's afternoon <laughs> and what's going on. But anyway, so I thought I'd do this podcast because this is a subject that has been hovering around my brain for a while and I'm thinking oh okay it's obviously a podcast episode because you know it doesn't really uh, align with what I do right so anyway so many times um, when I've been interested in someone or we've been talking and the other person has confided into their friends and then the games start And I think, really, you can feel the shift. You can feel it when they've started to confide in people. And then you see the games, the hot and cold, the let's do this, let's do that. And it's like, your friends are giving you really bad advice. And when I look back at whenever I've been interested in someone, I've confided in my friends, they've kind of told me, oh, you know, F her off or, oh, do this or do that. And And it's kind of almost been the demise of, what could have been and um yeah this is a subject that has just been hovering around so i'm wondering whether it's for you like i'm wondering whether you're listening to this thinking ah you know i have gone past the point of no return in confiding in people wanting their opinion i never really listen I'll ask for their opinion their insight but I don't go for them for a strategy who I go for is I pray because I think no one else has your heart no one else is knows that relationship more than you do and if you start bringing in ego and headspace which your friends will do you know unless I mean I've seen the same kind of heart space come from someone who um has met with trauma or has had enough you know like the older generation you know they they're not playing games they're great to like um get advice from because they know how precious life is so anyone who doesn't have that that kind of mindset around how precious life is i don't go to advice because they they're in their ego right so i always soften I always think right what does my heart want to do and then I go from there you know so it's like I think the best person you can ever get advice in from is your heart when I pray it comes from my heart it goes into my heart I feel it you know so I would always always counsel yourself you know the only other reason why I think you would count the counsel others is if you've you feel like you're detached from yourself, you're too much in your ego, you're thinking too much, and you need strategy. But why are you bring a strategy into a relationship? You bring strategy into business, that's when you cancel people. That's when your highly, you know, expertised opinion is welcome because you're looking at the operational standpoint of everything. But in relationships, you know, don't always trust those close, don't. Julius Caesar was stabbed in the back by his own counsel. Whenever I feel like I could have worked things out or something went wrong, it's because I went to advice from them close, from those those close. And then those, then I realised that 
they were a bit of a rat and they didn't have my best interests at heart. They didn't want to share my attention. They were clingy, they were needy, they were possessive. You know, so why on earth would I go to people that I don't feel has, you know, um, that level of emotional maturity that you get when you get older, you know? Young people are reckless. That's what it's like, young and reckless. You're meant to be, you're meant to be taking risks and being bold and finding out your own boundaries. You only have to look at a child. What does a child constantly do? They're pushing boundaries, seeing how far they can walk without falling over, you know, seeing how many sweets they can have before they've been sick, you know, seeing how much patience they can get from you, you know? So they're constantly pushing and that never really fully dilutes until you, you get older and you get, you know, your boundaries become smaller because you're more fragile, you're not as strong. So you're shrinking your own world and that's when enlightenment and wisdom comes, you know? So always, always, always trust yourself enough. So how do you build that trust with yourself, right? You have to spend as much time as you can with yourself, loving yourself, learning about yourself. You have to be your own methodical counsel. You have to come out of your ego enough so that when you get negative feedback, you can balance it out and go, are they right or are they wrong? Can I take that on board? I think they're wrong because, and then you evidence gather. So you become your own judgment. When you become your own set of scales, and you have the maturity and the ability and the agility to um, kind of figure out whether feedback is right or wrong, because you know, you've done the evidence gathering, you're not in your ego going, oh, I can't take any criticism. You know, because you're not in that, you're in a more softer space where you can take criticism if it's warranted, you know? And you can naturally become very confident and a bit cocky, you know, because you, you know yourself. When you know yourself, you're incredibly, incredible. You're, you're like a nuclear weapon. You are, you know? Sometimes life is gonna get you to that point through being incredibly cruel to you. So when I look back at my life, it's been incredibly hard. Uh, it, I don't know how I, I'm not dead because the heartbreak that and the decisions that I've had to make are too much. Like it's just too much for one person, to be honest, when I look back. But in a way, I feel like it was a constant test to get me to see how strong I was and how amazing I am and how, you know, I am intelligent without being book smart. I'm not book smart. I left school with really bad GCSEs. It was the wrong environment for me. I, I, I never had the right environment to be able to excel and express my intelligence. I had to focus on other things, you know. But that would be very easy to go through life and feel like you're thick. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I am very smart. I can sm spot a dickhead from a mile off and I can strategize and I know how to talk to people. Now, I wouldn't have been able to have that skill if I had my head in the book all the time, passing exams. I'd love, I would love a, an absolutely incredible um, education. My grandpa went to Cambridge, but I got smart in a different way, you know? So these trials and tribulations, they pull you, they, well, they don't even pull you, they drag you through the mud so that you go, hang on a minute, you know, and, and you learn about yourself, you know? 
I learn about people all the time. I know people. I know people. You know? I walk in a room and I can spot it. And that's why I'm so open with you about snakes. That's why I'm so open about you, about people with hidden agendas. They're not the most positive subjects. And from a spiritual perspective, a little bit controversial. Because spirituality should be open to all. Although they, they kind of say that. But actually from my understanding from what I've learned about the Bible itself is that Jesus was kind of a little bit you know precious about his energy and Jesus was a bit more about you know like being cautious on the right side of caution you know not let everyone else in that you know there was there were boundaries being mentioned you know um so not to make this podcast god goddy at all Jesus Christ oh no pun intended again um so you have to kind of really align with yourself and know that you are strong enough and you are smart enough to make decisions by yourself but more importantly you need to get out of your ego if you can't tell people that they inspire you if you can't tell people that you've got the hots for them if you can't tell people that you love them you're too much in your ego too proud too proud your life's going to be very difficult when it's like that because you're going to miss out on some great experience great relationships great friendships and just great life everything's going to seem a little bit monotonous and you're going to get your kicks through kind of almost um darker ways because they'll feed your ego you know it won't be very satisfying is what i'm saying you know it's a bit like fast food right it's easy it's quick it's not nourishing at all and then look what happens when you eat too much fast food from a nutritional standpoint you know so fast people are good for your ego oh you're so wonderful blah 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 no 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 you want to be building relationships trusting yourself playing the long game that's coming from your heart space having compassion having the ability to put your pride aside and be vulnerable because when you're vulnerable that's when you're going to spot whether someone in front of you who you're being vulnerable with has the kindest heart and is holding you in that moment and he's saying, look, I'm not going anywhere. I love you to death. We're gonna work this through. And I really appreciate you being open and vulnerable with me. I would do that. I love it when people are vulnerable with me because I hold them and I show them that I am loyal to them. But if someone's gonna be a dick to me, then I'll mirror that. My heart will close off and I'm just, I ain't got time for this. Like, I don't know what this is. This is weird. I'm not in my ego, you know? So you have to learn to be able to get that heart into your counsel. You know, you have to, you have to have the strength and you have to have the heart to make those decisions. You know, don't give your power away. You know, like if you go to therapy, for example, therapy is very good at making you feel like you need more therapy and you need more therapy and you're nearly there. You're nearly there. Bit more time, bit more talking through. It's the business model of it. It's the structures, the compositions of it. But if you are confident in your own skin, you would kind of say, "Mm, I know this qualified person is telling me I need more therapy, but actually I feel like I just need a bit of a break from it. Or I feel like I don't need this anymore. And you will make your life happy and you will make the right decisions. You don't need anyone else, qualified, non-qualified expert or anything. You don't need them. Look at history. What we used to believe was science has been blown out the water. What we used, to, what experts used to be like this, and now they're like, oh God, they were wrong. Things like that are challenged all the time. 
because we evolve, you know? You know, I think it was the 1960s where they really believed, and I think they had a bit of science on this, that women couldn't run marathons. Oh my God, no, stop. And now, fast as anything, because it's scientifically proven that the brain, once it decides to do something, it can do anything, pretty much, you know? But, so I never rely on past science because it's been proven wrong so many times. I trust in my heart because my heart evolves. My heart scans the room. My heart knows what's going on. It's very empathic, you know? And when you live a life from the heart, it's absolutely incredible, you know? And, you know, you've got to make sure you're in the right room as well. Let me tell you a story. So I think, again, I haven't done my research on this, um, basically I don't really know what I'm going to talk about half the time I just go on but it's like um I think it was Joshua Bell the violinist anyway there was this incredible worldwide renowned violinist and there's a piece don't ask me what it is because I have no idea but there's a piece of music that is incredibly intricate and it's incredibly um complicated And he went on the New York subway. I think you can Google this. He went on the New York subway and he started playing this absolute incredible piece. Right? People just walked past him. I think he made $20 that day. And then he put up a concert of him playing this piece. Tickets were going for hundreds of pounds. People, it was sold out. People couldn't wait. They they needed to see him play this piece. He was in the wrong room to start with. The second room... The concert, they appreciated him. They understood the assignment. They understood what he was about. They understood the music and how complex it was. So they were like, right, that's it. We've got to dig deep in our pockets. And they they paid hundreds of pounds for these tickets. The first one, people walked past him. You've got to make sure you're in the right room with the right people who appreciate you. I have walked away from so many people who don't appreciate me. Like, what's the point? You're not seeing my worth, which reimburses low worth. I'm too good for this shit. I've walked away from jobs because they treat me like I'm thick. And I'm thinking, I'm the smartest one in the room. I can see where this business is going. I can see where this team is going. And I can see that our shareholders aren't going to be very happy at this rate. And then guess what? I walk away and I was right. Because you see this trajectory, because I'm tuned in to see future outcomes. You know, I'm not tuned in to to reference books and chapters, as you can tell, because I always think, oh, I don't know this one, I have to Google it, you know? So you have to know where your strengths lie. Uh, strengths lie, yeah. My strengths don't lie in talking, <laughs> weirdly, but my strengths lie in feeling, in thinking, in assessing. I'm incredibly good at unpacking people's problems. When they jump on a call and they go, oh, I don't know, I just felt compelled to, to meet you and talk to you. Straight away, I can download everything that's going on. I go, right, well, okay, well, the issue started when you were six. And it's beggar's belief. They're like, what? That is a skill. That is an absolute skill and I love it and I appreciate it. But I got there through all this pain and through all these trials and tribulations. I got to the point where I was like, Who am I? You know, I do this exercise and I encourage you to do it. Go into a mirror and get really close to the mirror and look at your pupils. I don't think you can look at two pupils at the same time. Pick one. 
and look at the pupil and talk to yourself because your pupil is the universe and I'll, I'll talk about that in a different time but you're your own universe hence why they call it solar system soul get it get it get it and then that's why you have like um i think mercury mars is the planet of war mercury is planet of um communication pluto is creative that's why you have the star signs that's why you have different star signs within you anyway i'll talk to you about that in a different way but anyway you go into the mirror look at yourself in the eye get really close look at the black bit go into the black bit keep going into the black bit keep going into it and say show me who i am and get really directorial with it and you watch your life change in accordance to showing you who you are get ready for the destruction though because if you're around people who keep telling you you're one thing but you're actually another I was surrounded by needy, petulant, um, abusive people in my life, all telling me I was low worth, um, an idiot, not, not even pretty, all these horrible comments about my physicality. And now I got rid of them because I did the eye thing. And now I can see I was the complete opposite. And I think you've you know, you knew who I was all along. You didn't tell me because your jealousy was too much. You couldn't even have the skills to navigate away from your, your jealousy to give me a compliment. You're so embroiled in your own bullshit. You couldn't even be supportive, you know? And I have, I've walked away from relationships, friends who did exactly that. And when I went to them for advice, they steered me into what they wanted, what would benefit them. And that's a single Katie. That's a Katie who doesn't have many friends. That's a Katie who shouldn't be hanging around with people who actually love her. Because then I get her all to myself. Your inner circle can get greedy. And, you know, they can get underappreciative. And they can get very, very used to being you being on a plate and you being accessible. You know, so sometimes you've got to be a bit absent. So, so people realize your worth again, you know, and when they're blowing up your phone 20 times a day because they can't get hold of you, that's a massive sign. That's a massive sign. I test people, not in a bad way, but when I need a bit of space because I find someone a bit much, I say to them, look, I'm just going to take a bit of time out. I'll, um, I don't know, I'll contact you in a month or something. And you watch my phone blowing up and I think, that is why I needed space because you're not even a close friend. We're not even dating. You're an acquaintance, but you can't let me live my life. This level of control is too much, especially when you're not even, we're not even dating. If we're dating, we can work through those issues. You've obviously got a bit of possessiveness and you've got, you know, some kind of attachment thing going on. So we can work through that. That's fine. But when you're not even in my inner circle, why should I give that shit time of day? You know? So I really, really strongly advise, and you're gonna get called everything under the sun, by the way, when you do this move. You're gonna get called selfish, self-centered, wrapped up in your in yourself, too independent, there's something wrong with you. Oh, there's a plethora of jabs. Enjoy every single one of them because they're coming from a twisted ideology and a twisted vision from someone who doesn't want you to give them space. Yeah, put that bitch on ice, you know? So I'm talking about male and female. 
both can be bitches. So, you know, the the greatest thing, I would love, 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 love to see you so bold and so brilliant in your understanding of yourself that you are able to tell other people how brilliant you are without it coming across like you're a prick. You're just like, no, really, here's the evidence for it. And people believe you because you're coming from the heart. You're saying, no, I'm brilliant, and so are you. Because your compliment towards yourself compliments them because they can feel it and they can and they go, oh. You know, the best way I can tell you this story is I was telling a client, um, client was going through a bit of a shit time with her relationship. And I said, look, I can tell you're drippy. I can tell that you're hard work and you're wired and you're in your nervous system. So I can tell you're a nervous wreck and that would be quite difficult to live with, right? And I told her this story. I said, look, I used to date someone like you. And, you know, because I'm positive and because I come from the heart, I used to find it adorable that they would lose their key all the in time to the point where I always had a spare because I knew what they were like. So I kind of... Uh, counter moved their drippiness and you can guarantee that they would break things so I would put all the shitty mugs at the front of the cupboard so they didn't ruin the, the, the posh stuff you know and I adored the fact that they were so discombobulated and so I just absolutely adored the fact that they were so random you know and as I was telling this story, this person, you saw this person's confidence go up and hope came in. And you could see that they were so enthusiastic at the idea of meeting someone that weren't ashamed of them. You should never be ashamed of anyone. I love the fact that people don't have the ability to not break stuff. Like, it's okay, we'll just get shit mugs. Why are we crying about this, you know? So there's hope. When you're really, really stuck in yourself and you really love yourself, you have the ability to love others and care for others in a special way. And people can feel that in your presence. And also, they don't take you on as much. I was never bullied so much and insulted so much than when I was low in myself. It's like people love to kick you when you're down. But when you're in love with yourself, you'll find people staring at you and looking at you and falling for you. You're like, what? Because you have this essence and they want a, they want a slice of the pie. They want Because ultimately this universe is an energetic marketplace. You come to me, you want something energetic. I come to you, I want something energetic. That's why relationships never work when it's one way. I've dated people as well who are like vapid black holes. They come to me and they just want, 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 want. And ultimately you have to walk away because you're not even getting love or understanding or appreciation. It's always energetic marketplace. So you're gonna get a hell of a life, like really, probably the wrong choice of words there, but you're gonna get an amazing, incredible life and great experiences when you are so in love with yourself. I have got out of such tricky situations that were dire and it looked like I was gonna get abused in those situations because I had an aura about me and an energy about me where they ended up helping me in the end. It was such a twisted head F, an F, uck, yeah? So I can't swear, well, I've had to change my podcast to explicit, <laughs> whatever. But it's like, you know, I've been in situations where the, the outcome changed in my favor. And I swear to God, I put it down to the fact that I was so 
in a different energy myself, yet I have been constantly abused by people when my energy was so, I didn't like myself. I didn't like myself at all because everyone kept telling me how shit I was. And it's quite the con contrary, I can't say that word, but it's, it's quite the opposite. I'm adorable, you're adorable, I'm clever, you're clever. Look how amazing we are. So enjoy it for fuck's sake, enjoy it, all right? So I love you loads as always. Um, yeah. Mwah.